This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this Thursday, April 9th. We are so glad you've taken time out of your not-so-busy day. (laughs) Or, if you got a bunch of kids at home, very busy day. And just a crazy day. How's that? Yes. Take a time out of your crazy day to spend some time in the Word of God. And I do just want to encourage you that all those spaces we have, all those areas of our life we have, that, you know, whether it's a, a little energy space or a little time space mm-hmm. or a little mental space or a little emotional space or any of the spaces we have in our life, those that we fill with the Word, those spaces that we, we give God room to come into. Come on are going to have incredible impact in the rest of our day. And so we're just glad you've taken time to get into the Word of God. It's a good thing. My co-host today is Pastor David Gammon. How you doing, Pastor David? I'm doing great. I'm super excited. Yep. What we do on Morning Breath is David in his domicile. I think you do. Do you do it at your home? I do. Yeah, I do it in my office. I come in early to my office. I read, we read a chapter of the Bible, we spend some time just praying about it, uh, you know, fellowshipping with Jesus, looking at the chapter, seeing what's going on, and uh, then we pour our energy drink down mm. the front of our shirt, which is what <laughs> Pastor of, David just did. Just by did. He has a leaky bottom lip, and there, now he's got a nice little spot of it on his nice shirt. But anyway, uh, we have that kind of stuff happen because we're real, mm. and then we come down to the studios here, and we talk about, we read the chapter on there, and we talk about it, so... Let's uh, get into that. Tell them how to get involved in that well, kind of stuff. We want you guys to jump in for sure. Great way to do that is go to our website at eccc.us. You'll see a morning breath icon there. Click on that. You'll be able to see the chapters we've gone into, the chapters we're going into. Also, you can, um, wherever you get mobile apps, this is probably anything East Coast. The best way to get it uh, is, is get our East Coast app. Go to your mobile app provider. Put in East Coast app. You'll have that pop up. And they'll be able to give you morning breath. They'll be able to give you the messages, everything that's going on that we're doing as, as a church. And the, the other way you can do it is just email the church. Um, matter of fact, I don't know the email offhand you can go to, but email me. I'll get it to you at dgammon, D-G-A-M-M-O-N, at eccc.us. Now, the reason I, I say that is normally we tell you to call in the church, but yeah. we're in a little bit different of a season right now. Yeah. And uh, if you really need the Word of God, it's something that's super passionate on my heart. So I'll make sure you get taken care of. That's awesome. And uh, we want you to tune into the online services we yes. have this weekend. Uh, we also have on the Facebook page, you go to the eccc.us Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And every, every day at noon, yep. except for Sunday because we're doing a service then, uh, we're having an online prayer and praise would do a song and share some scripture and pray together. And it's just a way to keep things moving in a godly direction during a, a very uh, a time of upheaval in our, in our communities. And uh, absolutely now that we're on a uh, stay at stay at home order for 30 days began, what was it? Uh, April 3rd at midnight. Yes. Thursday, we could go today. Well, we found out on April 1st, which didn't yeah. help me. <laughs> I get it. And I work with the young adults, in case <laughs> the, you don't know. April Fool's. <laughs> so literally, as I'm giving work out to people, 20-year-olds, I'm being told, hey, we have a stay-at-home order from the governor. And I'm like, okay, someone verify this for me, because I believe none of you. And yep, turns out I was wrong. So Yeah, but <laughs> it didn't go into effect till midnight. And right. the other thing is church uh, is uh, I, considered... A essential uh, 
business. And so we really appreciate that because uh, we want to keep getting the gospel out all through the online Facebook, uh, you know, you can get it on your computer, get it on your device, get it, throw it up on your smart TV, all that stuff's a great way to do it. So anyway, now we got Nick here running the board as usual with his beautiful blue headphones and his pink tutu. He looks amazing. I tell you, it's very amazing. An amazing look. It is. I'll say this real quick. If you're listening right now and you're thinking that this church online that we're talking about is just maybe watching another sermon as normal, it's really not. Uh, if you go to the website, the experience, we have a chat board, kind of chat room up, so you can say hi to people that you know. You can say amen. You can respond in worship. It's a really cool experience. Not just that, but we have resources for your kids as well. We've got stuff, too, that can connect yes. you throughout the week. And you know what? We're still being the church, like yes, as we, we pulled in today, that we're still feeding the needy in the community. So you have an ability to pour out your generosity as well and help partner with us in this season because God is still doing some amazing things and in the our county in this time and not still doing amazing things he's always been doing amazing things he still is doing <laughs> yeah and always will it always will be who was know? who is who is to come yeah he he doesn't change yeah we change you yeah know, so. we we also uh just had a blood drive april mm-hmm. 6th here in the parking lot it's an essential uh you come know on. thing to raise blood so we just did a blood drive that was great and this morning we come in early to do this and this morning is our food pantry so if you're out there and you're hungry um, they have uh, reduced a lot of the restrictions on who we can give food to. And so uh, you can get food if you get in line. We're doing a drive-through. Mm. And so uh, we've got a prepackaged box of food that we'll give to everybody Come as on. long as the food lasts and drives through. When I got here this morning, uh, I don't know, maybe about quarter to seven or something like that, uh, there were already people lining up for food at four, at nine o'clock wow. in their cars. There are probably 10 cars in the line. So wow. uh, that's where it's at. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into the work. Yeah, I think there's 40 verses. Yeah, yeah. I had a break right at 20. So I'll read 20. You read 20 and we'll get her done. You'll take right. it over at 21. Uh, yes, yeah, I will. And I'm going to switch over to New King James just so we're uniformed. Because oh, uh, okay. I read I, NIV, but nothing I don't is... always wear a uniform. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pastor Dan, then I say to you, read, sir. Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. The devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere, preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them, and the Multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. There, and there was great joy in that city. But there was a certain man called Simon who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip as he preached the kingdom concerning the, excuse me, preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. 
Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said, Dim your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this, your wickedness, and pray, God, if and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me, for none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south along the road, which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he rose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of of great authority under Candace, the queen of Ethiopians, who has charge of, of all her treasury, had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning, and in sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I understand? How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the, place in the scripture where he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, as a lamb before a shear is silent. Shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away, and who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does this prophet say this, of himself or of someone, some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at the scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on and was rejoicing. But Philip was found in Azotus. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Amen. Well, you know, this is an incredibly uh, fitting uh, portion of Scripture. In, in some ways, you know, the, the, the disciples are all in Jerusalem. This is where, the, you know, it all got started. Um, you know, Jesus and the crucifixion and then the resurrection and then the baptism of the Holy Spirit and Peter preaching and 3,000 souls saved and then a few more thousand souls saved. And in the very beginning, the church is being born. And I don't really know at what period of time this is, how long since, let's say, 33 A.D. Uh, when when Jesus died or, you know, whatever uh, the date was when mm-hmm. he died to right now. But it isn't that long. Mm-mm. 
and they're all in Jerusalem. It says that persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And so the Peter preached to 3,000 in Jerusalem, and then he uh, that got saved, and then another thousands got saved. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And then, then it says, after Saul did his persecution, verse 4, therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. I just want to say real quick, the reason they were able to leave Jerusalem and go to all these places more easily or simply is because of the power of Rome. Rome had come in and built roads. Road, uh, even there's a there's an expression on how to win souls called the Roman road, mm-hmm. which you go into the book of Romans, and there's a a, a trail of verses, uh, Romans 6, 23, 6, uh, 23, and I think uh, 10, 9, and 10, mm-hmm. uh, where you go through and you can, you can share the gospel with somebody through those three verses. But the truth is, Rome built roads, and they built them for commerce and to join cities together and make Rome more powerful and be able to reach more places. But what happened here is they really built those roads for these thousands of Christians now to be scattered all over. What happens when you shake the salt shaker at dinner over your plate? The salt that is in a container gets spread and flavors a whole meal. That's what happened with the disciples. That is actually what's happening right now in, uh, with the COVID-19 and the virus mm-hmm. is uh, the church is not meeting in a salt shaker anymore. We're, uh, we've been sprinkled it back to our neighborhoods and our homes. And, you know, we're, we're, we're right there to be salt and light where we live. And, and, we're, and if you follow history and look for every technological sort of wowser thing that happened in, in, in technology, which roads are, uh, that's a technology breakthrough back then. Mm-hmm. You know, when you didn't have a road from place A to B, you had to, you had to blaze a trail. I don't know if you've ever blazed it. You have. You've mm-hmm. followed a uh, you know, uh, through the woods, you've tried oh, yeah. to blaze a trail. It's a hard job. But oh, yeah. when you go down a road, it's an easy job Absolutely. to go down a road. And and Gutenberg's press making the Bible, the Bible reached millions of people that had never reached before because it was now put in print and wasn't a $40,000 scroll, you know, that that people had to carry around or, or you know, put together a handwritten manuscript the Bible, and which was worth untold amount of money. Uh, uh, what happened? And you go right even to the 70s, uh, 60s and 70s, when TV really began to blow up and satellite TV started. And, and uh, guys like, like Oral Roberts and Billy Graham and, and uh, who was the other? Anyway, lots of them were out there preaching the gospel on TV and doing worldwide crusades. What happened? Worldwide travel came. Missionaries began to go around. You can go right down the line. Technology has always opened the door for the gospel. And right now, I believe we're on the precipice of national revival, maybe worldwide revival, and maybe more souls being saved in the next 60 days than have been in a long time. And it's made the gospel much more real. Absolutely. To all of us. I love that because it's um I love I love having my eyes on different things and 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 looking at communities and listening to different communities, being uh turning forty this year and working with young adults. I love that I get to hear the young adults' hearts and see their culture, but then also resonate with 
um, maybe an older generation, Generation X, technically, and how people be like, oh, well, a generation is turning away from God, and they're, they're, they don't believe in God anymore. And But I actually uh, have an app called TikTok where I actually see more people talking about Jesus on TikTok, which is for teens, which you would be very foolish to think if it's going to stay that way. I see more talk of Jesus on that, and I see more talk of pro-America on that. And people don't realize it's because we've been so salt shakered into our compartments that we now think other demographics are a certain way, other age groups, other races, other, you say it, you just, you know what God did? God just, God made a whole new spice out of America. He's shaking us all back up. And I, I couldn't agree more. But what really stood out to me too, I mean, it goes right hand in hand with what you're saying, Pastor Ann, is that they go in, right? Philip goes in, and I love Philip because Philip is that guy that will not stop talking about Jesus. He's a good no, dude. No matter where he goes, he's going to talk about Jesus. And if you don't have a friend like that, you need to get a friend like that mm, or be that dude. Good. And uh, when he goes in there, talks about Jesus, well, I come across this sorcerer, right? So sorcerer, I love the description of him because it's like he's so great. He, he lets people know how great he is. <laughs> You know, like when you're reading it, I was like chuckling because it's like it's saying he let people know how great of a power and of authority he was. And one thing I know is true is that um, you don't have to tell a lion it's a lion. (laughs) It knows already. And so when you see two men that walked with Jesus enter the picture, they didn't have to walk into the new environment where God had called them and talk about how great they are. And as we go into our new environments, as we go into this new season that we have to understand, like Pastor Ann said, blazing a trail. I remember being in Moab, Utah, and uh, riding incredibly fast, getting broken away off the trails with some of the other guys that were riding fast, then having to make the decision of what are we going to do? And I, I would keep my eye on, on the map and where we're supposed to be and, and focus on what we had to do more than anything about me personally. And, you know, as you go into this new season and this new environment, wherever God has you, remember God has you there and stay focused on what he has for you and what you're going to do. Because honestly, you're going to bring Jesus to people. And when you do that, man, you're going to find you're going to find that um, some amazing things are going to happen when you go in with that heart set. That's uh, it's cool. And, you know, as you as you look at this, um, it's like the Jesus when he's talking to the woman at the well and. He, uh, he made a statement, and I've tried to live my life like this, and whenever I've pastored, pastor like this. But he says in verse 35 of John, of John 4, 35, do not say there are still four months, and then comes the harvest. Mm. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they're already white for the harvest. And what he's saying here is uh, this woman, he talks to this woman, and he's kind to her and offers her living water and and, and lets her know he's the Messiah. It's an incredible encounter, and it's with a Samaritan woman who Jews aren't even supposed to like, and they don't have any dealings with, and yet he reaches out, he's kind to this woman, he offers her living water, reveals that he's a Messiah, and tells her some things prophetically that no one could have known, uh, unless they'd have known her and lived with her, you know, in, in the same town or city with her, and uh, she goes and tells all the men of the city, well, all the men of the city, the Bible says, went out to see him. And as they're walking out of the city to see him through the gates, Jesus makes a statement. Lift your, don't say four months and then the harvest. Oh yeah, look, revival's coming. Say the harvest is white now. Now, the Bible says now is the day of salvation. Uh, 
Today is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. I'll get it, get it right there. And uh, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's what we believe right now that changes things. And so are you living your life believing that revival is coming? Uh, I, I believe it is on one level, but I actually believe that revival is working right now, that, that Jesus is doing something incredible. And if we'll lift up our eyes off of just our own situation, which is not always easy. Don't get me wrong. Carol and I have had our mental battles, our emotional battles, our relational battles, our, you know, all of that's going on. Uh, we're, we've got pressure. Things are, you know, pressuring us and all that. I've seen it in other people around me. I get it. But yet when we lift up our eyes, Jesus is always there ready to fill that space and do something amazing through his grace. And so I just want to encourage you, man, get your eyes up off yourself. Come on. Get your eyes off. I, go as you take. I mean, we walked yesterday. We walk every day. We try to walk every day. And uh, we walk. We have a very cute dog, a French bulldog. I get it. And uh, so these people had a dog, and they came up to us. And, of course, our French bulldog bit their dog in the face, which is what she always does because she hates other dogs. I don't get it. but And she's like six inches high and a foot wide and a foot long, and she's tiny, <laughs> 26 pounds. And this dog she tore into was 70 pounds, and she doesn't mind because she mm-hmm. doesn't think she can't see or think uh, beyond I want to eat you. But uh, the people still thought she was cute. And so we ended up talking to this whole family of people and getting to know them. And, you know, I don't recommend you have your dog bite somebody else's dog to, <laughs> to get the ball rolling. But we're getting to know our neighbors like we've never known them before. And uh, I did put a letter on a lot of people's, you know, front door and just said, yeah. hey, neighbor, if you got any needs, we don't have everything in the world, but we got a lot of stuff. And we'd be happy to share if you're hurting, if you need somebody to go to the store for you. Uh, we'd try to make a store run. When we go, we'll, we'll go to the store with you or for you, excuse me. And, uh, anything like that. We also want you to know we're praying for you. And that if you'd like to go, uh, to online church, you can tune into eccc.us mm-hmm. and just said, you know, your neighbor, Dan, put my phone number and name. Not everybody can do that. I get it. Uh, single ladies don't do that. Um, you know, but we were able to do that. I met four of my neighbors that I'd never met before. Come on. I talked to three more of my neighbors that I knew well uh, because we just reached out to them during a, during a tough time. Jesus wants to fill this uh, empty feeling people have during the season. And if you don't know Jesus, this is more scary. Absolutely. This is more frightening. Well, I love that because you know what? Peter and John walk in a situation. What do they do? They bring the Holy Spirit. They mm. say, hey, you know about Jesus? Boom, mm. here's the Holy Spirit. Well, and, and they got filled <laughs> right. with the Spirit. And then Philip's in this scenario with the Ethiopian. Uh, and what happens is he he makes the, the Bible known. And that's yeah. such a passion yeah. on my heart is to make yeah. the Word of God known to people. And then once he does, once he gives the, the eunuch this uh, official Jesus, boom, he's gone. And you might think today, well, why didn't why did he have this teleport, which we'll probably unpack on some other day. Yeah. But yeah. but but because all you need to bring them is Jesus. Sometimes we put the weight on of well, we need to teach them about the tithe all at once and how oh, to dress God. and how to talk and how to act like a Christian. They need Jesus first and foremost. Yeah, come on. And and that is why you see that portion of Scripture change radically right there. Sometimes we put the weight of the kingdom on our shoulders, and none of our shoulders are, are strong enough to carry that. 
Uh, that's the truth. And, you know, it's up to somebody once said, uh, you catch a fish, God will clean them. Mm. Um, you know, that's a real blunt way of saying, hey, mm. you know, it's, it, everything doesn't work. This sorcerer, for example, you don't have time to unpack this too far, but he's wanting to buy the Holy Spirit. Yep. But it says about him, let me see, Simon himself also believed. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip. Simon brought his old attitudes in his new life. Wow. But that yeah. doesn't mean he wasn't saved. He just needed to go to like our freedom. And you can get in a freedom group through Zoom. We got to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Moments, they matter. Moments, they matter. Oh, yes, they do. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Welcome back, everybody. Hit it, Pastor David. I love as we look at this portion of um, Acts 8 that this this sorcerer wanted something to fix him in his life. He he had a, a need for power or influence, and he always looked towards the outside, the external of what he could do. I obviously see see from his like witchcraft or whatever he practiced. Yeah, yeah, and then sorcery he, or yeah, whatever. And yeah. then when he became a Christian, now it's like, can I buy, can I use external money to buy that power? And really God's looking to do an mm. internal work. Yeah, He's looking to change our hearts. He even says that, to take our hearts of stone and make them tender, because that's where the real difference comes in life. That's where yeah. the power flows, not 
from us. As you see the men of God come into the picture in this chapter, they knew it was the Holy Spirit moving through them that made the change. Philip knew that it was the name of Jesus that made the change. Not our Google, not our bank accounts, not anything else, but it is God who makes the difference in this time and season. Well, you know, when you look at this, uh, he, he, he bought, he wanted to buy something and he was used to sorcery. And so he'd seen miracles, um, all sorts of things that, uh, that, that what's the guy's name? Uh, Philip had done, but instead of buying miracle power or the power for people to become Christians, after he saw the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he said, I want that. Come on. That just tells you how powerful that is. And if you're born again like these people were, they've been baptized in the name of Jesus and haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I challenge you to pray and ask God for it. Come on. God bless. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.